All right, Bugret, let's just do this. Um, so I guess this is the real test then. Non-alcohol-induced podcasting. <laughs> As a non-regular imbiber of alcohol, I feel at my peak here. I'm like, I have a unnatural advantage over you can make the home test. Us, yeah, right? <laughs> you do. I've even had less coffees today than I normally <laughs> drink. So yeah, look out, look out, well, <laughs> look out, internet. Um, yeah. Tay, that is me. Sober Tay. Taylor. And this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Woo! Yeah. Um, and my guest this week is Liz O'Brien. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, a very talented writer and good at putting makeup mm-hmm. on herself and others. <laughs> Although presently you see me fresh-faced, which doesn't I mean, translate it, to radio. Have you ever seen your naked face before? Yeah, listen, I was going to put some stuff on and then I ran out of time. That's a very relatable, <laughs> yeah. very unrelatable vibe. Yeah. You also, I don't know if you want me to bring this up, have your own podcast, yeah. I think. I mean, I have a, a podcast that is uh, on hiatus. On hi- yeah, let's call it on hiatus. Right, that is right, an incredibly yeah. professional. Thing <laughs> yeah. um, it's called Tuesdays in Sunnydale. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a look back at Buffy twenty years after it first premiered. Um, it is through the eyes of me, who is a Buffy baby, uh, in the sense that I had never watched Buffy, even mm-hmm. though it seemed to. Uh, intersect with many of my interests and a good friend of mine Sam who is a Buffy buff because he has watched every episode multiple times has seen the film bit of a um bit of a dweeb guys yeah Yeah. um I still think when you guys come back on air there's room for crossover because I've never seen the Buffy movie but I can't imagine it's that great I've heard it's pretty shit house (laughs) (laughs) yeah the operative term um I've also never watched Buffy because as established last week Afraid of vampires. Yeah, Yeah, right. Are you? Well, I was as a kid. I mean, I will watch stuff with, like, vampires in it now. Right. But I still don't dig it. I never had any fears of anything that was not, like, real. Mm. Like, terrified of great white sharks. Absolutely terrified. Cannot get into a pool. So, less (laughs) Okay, yes. Yeah, whatever, fine, totally fine. <laughs> okay. Um, cool. Vampire bats? Freaky. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Do you know they can, like, bite you and you don't even know? Like, you, you just die six hours later. Maybe not vampire bats, oh. a type of bat. There, but there is a bat. There with, is a bat that yeah. has, like, such, like, such thin uh, little teethy pegs. Shit. It's just blowing my mind that vampire bats are real. Oh, yeah, vampire oh, bats are real. It's just a kind of bat. Right. Yeah. So they, don't act, they don't actually turn into like a humanoid. No. David Attenborough, watch yeah. out, we're coming for you. Yes. Yeah, so or they, do like, they? Suck another mammal's blood, I think is their life. Right. they like, <laughs> just wait until they discover, you discover they do and everyone mm. will be like, well, Taylor was right to be. Simple <laughs> <laughs> joke. Um, okay. So we might just jump into a few rapid fire questions. Woo-hoo. Get me up. Start us off. Um, oh, What's <laughs> we can cut that out in the edit. Um, what song would be the first dance at your hypothetical wedding or real wedding? Well, it's coming up. When is yeah, this coming out? a couple of weeks. Yeah, listen, I might be engaged by that point. Yeah. Guys. Oh, that's that's exciting, isn't it? Um, yeah. So, what do you think? What are you thinking? Um, that's a really tough question. Mm-hmm. We actually do have a um, a playlist um already um in my dream world it will be dancing in the dark by bruce springsteen i love it love a bit of springsteen um lately i have been obsessed with born to run i think i've mentioned this before oh i love it not as um i mean maybe as a wedding song our true first dance is the luckiest uh, by Ben Fold. Uh, I do like a soppy one. But then yeah. also another one is the Betty Who cover of 
the song, which I can't remember what it's called, but it goes like, I love you always forever near and far. Oh, that's cute. Cool. cover of that and it's great. Awesome. Um, so one of those three songs. Is that loud enough for I you? I love this chat. Should we just go around the circle? <laughs> <laughs> Emily, do you have one? I know. I've never thought this far ahead. It's probably um, an Arctic Monkeys tune though, isn't it? Let's be Cool. Um, <laughs> just be like, do it, do it, do it. I am the Dewey Finn in this scenario. Yeah, yeah. I always thought about you. Yeah, Mine was... One Day Like This by Elbow until I realised it's like six and a half minutes long. Ooh, what would your roller derby name be? Ooh. I mean, wow. Yeah. Is it the same as the stripper name formula? No. <laughs> that um, it sort of has to be like an aggressive pun on your name is what it normally would be, I think. Like, mine's Taylor Shiv. Yep, right. I feel like I've got a really boring name. If... So my nickname at a workplace that I have since left, but my nickname for three years was London for a variety of different reasons. Yeah. Uh, so like, I feel like I could definitely play off that and be like, London Bridge is falling down. Yeah. That's quite London's a long name. Calling London's calling. London's falling. Why don't you just go for The Clash? The Clash, That's yeah. a, got a lot of levels to it, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah that's quite deep. It really has to explain that one. Uh, yeah. uh, Maybe um, just like The Lizard Queen or something. Nice. That's, that's, that's fun. Um... You can only watch one Vine for the rest of your life. Which one? <laughs> oh, shivers. Uh, don't. Do you know what? It's actually quite an easy one for me because it just makes me laugh every time I see it, even though it's not a peak Vine. And it is a chihuahua with a Mexican flag tied around its neck trying to get up the stairs to the... I know the one. Because <laughs> uh, it just makes me laugh. Okay. All right, Vine. One more. Let's, let's do a silly one. <laughs> These will be very straight. Yeah. Straight yeah. Um, <laughs> What's love got to do with it? Um, uh, to do with this film? Nothing. Hey. hey. Well, yeah. On we'll get to that. Shell. <laughs> Let's get Let's into, get into it. it. Yeah, so we are friends or we were friends until you picked your movie. <laughs> yeah, listen, I don't want to call it early and say that I have the most controversial choice, but I definitely I think have you the definitely most controversial oh, yes. choice. Oh, yeah. Um, so why don't you just... Go ahead and tell them what the movie is. So the movie that I have chosen today as the worst movie that I have ever seen is School of Rock. <sighs> okay. Um, and, <laughs> and here's the thing. Yeah, well, right. I was going to ask, can we please get your history with School of Rock? Why do you dislike <laughs> it so much? Okay. I have, previous to this week, seen School of Rock once. Mm-hmm. And I believe I saw it in roughly 2003, which is when it That's right, when it came, came out. Sure, sure. Exactly. I feel like I... Probably saw it at the cinema, if not on video soon after it was released, um, and just hated it. <laughs> really hated it. Uh, my sister hated it. I think I, I saw it with her, just didn't like it, couldn't get into it, didn't understand the hype, and then grew up assuming that everyone else hated it. Because I was like, you know, no one talks about school. <laughs> it's like it comes up and everyone's like, God, I love that film. Uh, it literally never comes up. So I assumed everyone else hated it until I started talking about how I didn't like it, and then people were like, Are you kidding me? Uh, controversial. <laughs> Um, and like it doesn't it's happened to me before and it's gone the other way because I was really concerned that I'd watch it again and and like it because it happened to me with Groundhog Day I remember watching Groundhog Day as a kid and being like this is the worst film ever and then I saw it again and I was like no no this is a pretty good film like it's fun yeah Um, but I watched it again and yeah no still hate it still I mean um, watching it again the other day there's definitely like some things that gave me a bit of an eyebrow raise some things maybe that's not Uh, eyebrow raise Good choice of phrase by it there. <laughs> Best part of the movie. Yeah. Can we all agree on that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm fine. Um, yeah, but I guess 
We'll get into it. <laughs> That's um, how I feel. Um, so we've touched on it already, just jumping into the history of the film. As we've already established, came out in 2003, mm-hmm. and I know that because my year five class went on an end-of-year trip to oh. see it. Oh, wow. That's really cool. We used to have to go to, like, um, Christmas films for end of year. Um, okay. So there was a vote um, between <laughs> Elf and School of Rock. Good what? Good yeah. Elf Good is call. the best Christmas no. film. Or it, okay, it's top it's five. Not, it's not the best Christmas film. Wow. It's not the best Christmas film. It's definitely top five. Wow. I watch that every year. I'm not super fond no. of it. Here we are. Questioning our friendship now, mate. Absolutely wrong. <laughs> so, um, things are going to fly later. <laughs> um, Not my anthropology mugs. <laughs> so, um, as we always do, here's some other good movies that came out that year. Yeah, great. Um, Finding Nemo yeah. came out. Yeah, it's hard to beat. The Last Lord of the Rings movie, Return mm, of the King, film. came out. That dominated. <laughs> Basically, like everything that year, I feel like the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, oh and the best, oh, the best, easily the best. That's a gay awakening film for me. <laughs> really, Elizabeth Swan in really? it. Really, yeah. that was just a, like like a um regular heterosexual <laughs> <laughs> for me. With um, Orlando when Orlando Bloom fights yeah, right. him in the like blacksmith, like, like, yeah. blacksmith shop. Yeah, <laughs> listen, I can I can totally appreciate the like physicality of that, but yeah. That doesn't beat Elizabeth Swan in a corset. Fair play. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my god, so many um, holes. Oh, oh I was really like holes. Listen, it's fine. I okay. Um, Lost in Translation came out yeah. then. Lindsay Lohan classic Freaky Friday. Oh, yeah, now you're talking. Film. That's a good film. That's a good film. Um, Love Actually. Oh, baby. come mm. on. That, that's probably the best Christmas The best yes, Christmas thank film. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. And also um, School of Rock was included in the Google results when I Googled best movies of 2003. Hey. So yeah. definitive proof. I went through and tried to look at reviews of it because I was like, surely other people have the same view, uh, like, viewpoint as me. No one agrees except for, like, Christian mum blogs. Like, <laughs> they're like, do you know what? Full of Satanism. And I'm like, I agree, sister. <laughs> Also, other bad things. I mean, I'm not going to argue that maybe there are some mm-hmm. satanic <laughs> um, And that's not my issue with that I should point out. I'm fine with satanic. <laughs> um, I couldn't believe this. Directed by Richard, Richard Linklater. Linklater. That is one of my first notes that I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why has um, that forsaken me, Richard? Yeah, that's wild. Wild. Yeah. Like, I didn't then look into his directorial history. Like, is this... But I'm pretty sure he had already made, like, Days and Confused before. Yeah, right. So this, this. was the, like... Outlier. Yeah, right. This is, it's a real outlier when I was looking at, like, his filmography. Sure. I want to know, like, who approached who. Were they <laughs> yeah. like, do you know what? Who would be amazing for this job? <laughs> Old Dickie Linklater. <laughs> um, and was written by Mike White, a.k.a. the real Ned, Ned Schneebly. Yeah. 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 Um, cool. So obviously, as we all know, stars Jack Black, mm-hmm. basically as himself. Mm. Um, <laughs> this was like early career for him, right? Um, yeah, I he think did like so. Shallow Howl before that, which is yeah another fantastic movie. <laughs> yeah, obviously, well, so. we're not fighting you on that. We're fighting you on that. <laughs> that's a, a shit. I like dreamt that movie up. I was like, this no, movie can't be as bad as you oh, think it is. And then you, you like read the synopsis again because I wasn't going to watch it. Obviously, I and I was like, I think it's probably. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it to find out, but it's probably worse than I remember. Uh, I guarantee it's worse. <laughs> um, 2001 is, like, that was, yeah, two years yeah. ago. So, like, what Ooh. a wild time. Oof, daddy. That's uh, <laughs> one of the last pre-9-11 films. How the world has changed. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow in a terrible fat suit. <laughs> oh, no. All fat suits are terrible. There's no way to do a good fat suit. Sure. Looking at you, oh. Insatiable on Netflix. Oh, oh yeah. No. Controversial. Um, 
this is just wasting time. But I think, um, like, the most insulting fat suit ever, I think, is the one they put on Rachel McAdams in Mean Girls and she doesn't even look fat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Didn't even know she was wearing one. Yeah, in that um, scene. Didn't she just wear a puffer jacket? No, I, I've watched Mean Girls with the Tina Fey and etc. She's in a very mild fat and suit. And she's in a very mild fat <laughs> what? suit. Oh, God. Um, also, Sarah Silverman and Joan fucking Cusack. Yeah, yeah. Is in this movie. Yep. What, a, what a queen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, also gave us Miranda Cosgrove and Where Would We Be <laughs> in a World Without Drake and Josh and iCarly. Yeah. Oh, she I, really, I personally think we'd be better off for that stuff. <laughs> um, she really fell off the map. Yeah. In a big way. What's yeah, she doing? She does voice acting on the Despicable Me films, Oh, right? sure. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. sure. Voice acting's legit. I mean, that, probably, yeah. that pays really well. Yeah. I bet it does. The I residuals does. on that would be incredible. <laughs> um, has an IMDb rating of 7.1. Wow. Which... Is it the highest you've had so far? Yeah. 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 I think, honestly, I think it's fine. I just think the original Bring It On should also be at that level. Sure. You might not be aware of this. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Um, our benchmark, it's like a weird our benchmark <laughs> on this show is that the original Bring It On has a 6.0 on IMDb, which I feel is criminal yes. because it's a perfect film. Yeah. That's a certifiable 9.2 film. Sure. Oh, yeah. It's a wrong we're trying to write. Yeah. The whole yeah. reason this exists. Maybe <laughs> the hottest siblings to ever appear on film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was literally looking at like a, a Torrance gift today. Nice. There's something for everyone. <laughs> Jesus, that's a crime. It has a score of 82 on Metacritic, so that's green. That's good to go. Although I guess like two critics agreed with you because it's not a perfect 100. Yeah. That Christian mum's blog. They really, they really brought it down. <laughs> they really brought that down. Jack Guy Black was nominated for a Golden Globe. What the <laughs> Sure. Best lead actor performance in a comedy or musical. I have been shaken to my core. <laughs> I think richly deserved. <laughs> he didn't win. He didn't do any acting. <laughs> he just was Jack Black. <laughs> but he's so lovable. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and on that note, we better dive in, mm-hmm. I think. Let's yeah, tear let's this thing it. apart. Woo. Um, so the opening sequence Easily has the best production values of anything we've seen on the show. <laughs> yeah, Although right. the bar is very low. Yeah, right. Even for the Netflix one you did with the uh, old mate Steph, mate? Kissing Booth? Yeah. Oh, I would say the production values on that are very low. Yeah, right. I haven't seen it, so I mean, I, mean, don't. I haven't been told it's fantastic. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> um, and you're going to hate me for this, but I'm charmed by Jack Black the minute he appears on screen, even though we're not supposed to like him at this point. Mm. Uh. <laughs> uh. Um, and despite that guy's giant text on his seriously outdated <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that. My favourite thing about this, and um, it's opening, is what it says about me, is that during the opening credits, before you even see, not even, sorry, the opening credits, like the pre-thing when it shows you, like, Paramount Pictures or whoever yes. made this film, I was like, oh, it's a bit loud. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I feel like. Maybe that's. It. I mean, this film is definitely not your vibe. It's not in my vibe. Anyway. It's not my vibe. <laughs> And listen, it's not that I hate fun. <laughs> it's just that, you know, I'm ambivalent to fun. Yeah. Right. Um, and I will concede that um, Jack Black's character seems like he would be terrible to live with. Yes. 100%. 100%. That's I right. agree with that. <laughs> um, they're within their right to ask him to pay the rent. A yeah. fundamental tenet of being a housemate. Yes. Right. 100%. So this, this happens after this opening sequence. This happens sequence. after the opening sequence where his band – 
plays a gig and it goes pretty shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll say that I didn't understand why the band seemed so shit because it's, no, it, it sounded, sounded like okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. I was going to say that before, but yeah. I was like, maybe I'll sound like an idiot if I say that. <laughs> no, it sounded they fine. Suck that like, bad. Yes. I've seen worse bands in pubs. <laughs> and like, you know, Jack Black was making it all about him, but like, it's just but Jack like, Black's yeah. vibe, you know? I mean, I feel like they knew what they were getting into there, didn't they? Sure. It's kind of been a departure from his usual self. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, and so he lives with um, his friend, Ned Schneebly, and his girlfriend. Great name, Ned Schneebly. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will say, name-wise, they've done well here. Yeah. Oh, Because yeah. as soon as they said his name was Dewey, because I had forgotten what his name was, I was like, fuck it, of course he's a Stewie. I mean, Dewey. <laughs> Dewey. Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, would there be a better name for him? <laughs> yeah. Um, so good job to... The guy playing Ned Schneebly. Yes. Tight script, <laughs> mate. Um, and I wish we got to see that character um, teach a class because I think he'd be, like, great with children. Yeah, we sort of do in the credits, credits don't In we? the credits, yeah. 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 We'll get to that. <laughs> um, and I really related to um, I may never have another girlfriend, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's relatable. Yeah. I feel like if, if I had a Dewey, A, I wouldn't stand for it, but B, I would be like, get out. Yeah. <laughs> I want to a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, read between the lines. Had, yes. a re- had a lot of play between my siblings. I, I wonder, is that the, the first? Okay, did they so, invent that? Like, they didn't uh, invent that, did they? I don't know. Well, it was certainly the first place, like, 10-year-old me ever saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, maybe some streetwise kids were already Planet. onto that it's, one. I find it so difficult when you're looking at something that was this long ago, because this is 15 years old now. Yeah. Wow. Is that your – I know, how crazy that is. That's terrifying. That's mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you – all of a sudden you're like, hang on, I obviously have done that – not have done that many times since, but, like, I know of that phrase many times since, but, like, yeah, is this the origin of it? Um, could be. Yeah. I don't know how we find that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, chalk that one up to another great Ned Schneebly. <laughs> um, so the read between the lines quote comes in where he's basically kicked out of his band mm-hmm. that we saw in the beginning. Yeah, inciting incident, nice and clearly signposted might be the only one yeah. we've ever seen. I think structurally, <laughs> structurally, this film is great. It actually has turning points, which is a rarity for this Clear show. Ones Do you too. know what the, that is almost... One of my main bugbears with it is that really? the entire film is so to script. Ah. Yeah. But I'm like, there's nothing original about this. I mean, it is. That's why I'm like, best original. Children. Like, <laughs> okay, but like, sure. <laughs> but I feel like if it's not good enough, I mean, what's that, Lewis? Is it Lewis Carroll? That's like, if it's not good enough for. A, a yes, yes, not good enough yeah. for adults, kind sure. of thing. Yeah. Like, you should hold it to a high standard just because it's for kids. Don't give you a free pass to write derivative. <sighs> yeah. Dribble. If you'd seen some of the things we've seen. <laughs> and I feel like here, here's my concern that I'm going to come across as someone who like just hates this, but like I am a populist. Like I love yeah. garbage and oh, I just feel yeah. like this was next level garbage. Fair play. We're ready to hear you out. Yeah. Okay. So basically what he does then is um, a school rings up looking for Ned Schneebly, wanting him to take a substitute teacher role. Um, once he finds out how much money it's going to pay, Jack Black's like, yeah, I'm Ned Schneebly. I'll teach at your school. Yeah. That's the first time I had any inkling that it was 15 years old when they're using an actual landline. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. did give me a It's quite course. shocking. Yeah. 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 And you know what? I will play. That is, that, that's a, that's a great inciting. Like, yes. I get it. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit like over, like, I'm broke. That's my inciting into it. Like, fix my brokenness. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 15 years old. It was 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's assume it was more original then. Sure. Yeah. So then we head to school 
Speaking of 15 years ago, rocking a bit of a, like, proto-hipster look yeah. with his teaching attire. Yeah. Mm. There are, I, I, Ahead I, of the game, I don't know people say. who would still dress like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Speaking of outfits, Joan Cusack oh. is a queen in that house. Yes. This is the first line of the film that I had a genuine laugh at loud moment to. It's just so, like... Bizarre, like so niche where she's like I just need you to be a bit more conscientious I yeah. was like that's the funniest thing I've ever heard of my to life. the little girl who's yeah. crying yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> and I will say that the uniform at this school is much more consistent than the school from the kissing booth sure but that's a very low bar indeed yeah. I mean this um, is a prep school you know it's a yeah. cute uniform no I love a good um, old fashioned navy and grey uniform you can't cool. go wrong with that indeed so he heads into, nice he heads into the mm. classroom we meet the kids Emily I want to know from you is Freddie Jones still a dreamboat Yes or no? I. It feels weird to say this as I am no longer ten. He's a child, and he is a child. But yes, okay. Um, he had some things to say later on in the movie that I didn't appreciate about uh, Meg White, about girl drummers. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, so you taste his trash. Yeah. <laughs> Sauce. You're problematic. <laughs> oh gosh, no. He's um, a child. Cool. So yeah. So we meet the kids, which means that so far we have had uh, two out of two women girls with like lines and look they're both no sorry three they're all narcs yeah i, yeah. I wow. actually agree with that upon yeah. my watch it becomes blatantly apparent just how yeah mm. uptight every female with lines in the film is mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um and obviously like no spoilers dewey is a crap teacher yeah like, i feel like this i just i just don't like people who don't try <laughs> And that's he, fair. I he think. doesn't try. Yeah. He doesn't even like try this music really, does he? Like, you know what I mean? Like it's it's a very easy out to just be like, oh, my band chucked me out, so now I gotta do something else, but I still love music, but I don't actually play any music or do any music or whatever. I've never seen rehearsing until he starts doing yeah. the school. Yeah, I mean, there's that one sequence where he puts up posters for his band shortly uh, after yeah. he gets yeah. this gig and is ridiculed by passersby, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, my little heart. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the legend of the rent song does really bang, but he did say he wrote it in 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that him, like, trying to put off that, playing that song is me showing a draft to anyone. I just wrote it and it was like, like, like it's um, not terrible. I honestly, still get that song me. caught in my head to this day. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had forgotten it now, but I have to say as I was putting washing in the washing machine today, I was like, in the, yeah, I mean, <laughs> words to live by. You aren't hardcore unless you live hardcore, guys. Yeah. Um. And I was also struck by the whole thing is kind of just sad that he can't accept that his friend has grown up and changed mm, and yeah. wants to live an adult life. Like it's actually pretty tragic. <laughs> it's a hundred percent tragic. But it's also kind of tragic that that uh, True Ned hasn't like told him at any point that like you need to get like if he's a good friend yeah he should have told him to get your shit together before this point yeah for sure. yeah i think that's fair um so just jumping back a bit um so he starts off as shit teacher not trying until he sees them in music class yeah eyebrow sequence yeah um <laughs> that was very good actually. so I was, <laughs> and can i just say please um, can I just say, of course, Summer plays the fucking clarinet. Like, <laughs> okay, as a former clarinetist, yeah. turned over worst. Yes. Step off. Were you? <laughs> I, see <her. laughs> I see her as a flautist, quite frankly, because mm. flautists are the worst. Sure. Yeah, she's got a real woodwind vibe. 
As we all know, I played percussion because I was the coolest kid yeah, in the world. <laughs> so, cool girl, Taylor. Real cool girl. <laughs> yeah, and so then they come back to class and he's like, I'm onto a good thing here. Yeah. I can use these kids to win a contest. Yeah. Also, so bizarre. I've never heard a uh, what looks like, I don't know, like a concerto or something with a Spanish guitar. I, yeah, thought, that I thought that was odd too. Yeah, It's very... Convenient, almost. Yes. But that Zach kid could really play. Yeah, he really I don't could. know if he was... Oh, no, yeah, all the kids did play their own music. Yeah. I read yeah, it wow. in the IMDb trivia, so that is really... That's that's a skill. Good, yeah. and I guess that explains his infectious joy when Zach plays the riffs back to him, yeah. which I thought was really cute. Yeah. But um, maybe he was just generally impressed. Yeah. Because that kid's really that good. Kid's yeah, really good. I mean, you get the sense that a lot of that's improvised as well. Do you? Do you reckon? I thought so. Um... I'm not sure. When about he's teaching Freddie to play the drums, and oh, he's yeah, like, that, "Oh, not too Georgia, the jungle, play that, on the uh, that maybe." Um, but I think those guitar riffs definitely would have had to be have been practiced ahead of time. But yeah. maybe I, I about maybe that. I'm just underestimating I ten year olds, talented children. They go to um, Horace Green. Yeah. And I do admit that, like, we're getting towards, like, the middle of the film and Dewey is still a very unsympathetic protagonist Yeah, at this point. Like, this is, yeah, again, not to half it, bring, bring it back to feminism, but, like, if this was a female character, this film would not be made in any way, shape, or form, mm, now, no. then, at any point in the future. Like, he's so unlikable. He has no, like, redeeming qualities. Like, I guess, so if you look at that, what what is it, like triangle of the yeah. square or whatever of like being funny, being like really good at your job, being having undeserved misfortune, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. He's not really any of those. Like mm. funny, you could argue, yeah. but I don't think, I think the humour is like, I don't the know. The humour's situational. Exactly. Yeah. He's not good at his job because he's been, even if we think he's good at his job in, this, in the opening sequence, like he's not, he's like, he can't be, otherwise he'd still be in his job. Mm. No undeserved misfortunes, all of his like own doing. Mm. Yeah. And I will pay that lying to kids is bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I still really like it. I still think it's a good movie, but I will also pay. A lot of butts here. A lot of butts here, I'll say. Maybe it's in your, like, maybe you need to reassess how you feel. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I will also pay that um, it does kind of have the sin of repeating beats because, like, three separate kids have to get basically the same pep talk about being confident. Confidence. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, by that I just mean, like, look, we get it. The kids need to be more confident. Yep. Um, that could have been curtailed is maybe one of my only criticisms. Like it could only, only criticisms, <laughs> but like that was one of my major ones. I was like, did we need this three times? Mm, Probably no, not. Absolutely not. But I did in the same breath, like that it didn't undervalue its child characters in the sense that it had four of them had an arc. I mean, three of them, it was a self-confidence thing, but summer it's almost about learning to care about gold stars less. And yeah. I know. mean, but like, does she learn that lesson? I think so. I mean, I think she... At the midpoint, when they do the Battle of the Bands audition, and they're in the car, and yeah, he's saying, um, well done, she said, I didn't do it for the gold star. Yeah, I, sure. think, I think she learns that um, it's okay to bend or break the rules in order to succeed, more so than that. Like, I would argue she's basically still the same character, 
Which I am okay with because yeah. I think she's not a bad character. Yeah. Like I think of all the female characters. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And like I feel like a ten year old who's really smart sure. and really driven and determined and Shouldn't can like manage stop a band being is any great. Of those yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, do that more. The, the of the Teach movie your teacher to do that. Yeah. Yeah. The lesson of the movie shouldn't be, wow, this kid's too confident. We need to knock her down. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And um, so maybe here's my my like crux of my issue is like, what does Dewey learn? I mean, so he needs to learn yeah, to be sure. more responsible, right? But he gets no real repercussions. Sure. He doesn't get repercussions, but I would argue over the course of it, he does actually learn to be a somewhat decent teacher. Yeah. Like taking your students and giving them and measuring up like, wow, this is the thing this person's good at. I can give them a specific task That's tailored it. especially to them. That's good teaching practice. I like <laughs> as a former teacher. As a teacher, that's and I yeah. Good I feel like his practice. character journey is one of going from being self-involved to caring about others, right? Because he got kicked out of his first band for taking all the solos and stuff. Okay, yeah. And then yes. he gets to the final. We're going to play Zach's song. Zach gets us. Everyone gets a solo. You know, it's a minor lesson, but I would argue that he does change. He does change. Does he suffer the consequences he maybe no. should have for committing fraud? Yeah, where's my dark <laughs> moment <laughs> of any description? The Nadia moment down what? the police station. Yeah. yeah, what is that? <laughs> yeah, and the the groupies thing is kind of fucked. The groupies thing is 100% yeah. fucked from um, so many different points of view. at least Summer continues to be a queen and calls him out on it, Yeah, I guess. But doesn't, like, fail both fellow women. They, no. She's like, they can be groupies, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, so to contextualise, right? Yeah, so um, he, everyone's given a role mm-hmm. in um, the band. Sure. By which we mean that the men get to play instruments plus a random bassist chick and True. then the girls are back up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, good point. Yes, the girls are backup singers. There's a bunch of whole like other roadies you know, stuff that's involved in costume design, costume design, security, security. Yeah. <laughs> three security detail. Um, they were doing <laughs> the, the Lord's work. <laughs> yeah, 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 I love those like uh, um like the rocket printed sound barriers yeah, for the yeah. dolls. That's very sweet. That's very. I was um, going to say, are you referring to tough guy, short stop, and fancy pants? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Um, <laughs> I read a, a uh, like a think piece by Fancy Pants really? about, about the fact that he got apparently like hardcore bullied after for the rest Aww. of his life because like that like fifteen years ago was in the heart of homophobia sure. is which is well. Uh yeah. and so he as like an out child actor then got like fucked up for the rest of his Aww. life. He's a motivational so speaker now though, guys. Sad so. because he he's one of the icons of oh, this yeah. film i feel yeah. like his delivery of your tacky, you're tacky and, I, and hate I hate you will stand the test of time yeah, yeah. it's a little one-dimensional yeah sure it's yeah. a little one and I, agree. I think this another character issue with. is that everything yeah. is really one-dimensional mm. other than perhaps uh mrs mullins miss mullins rather unsurprisingly the soundtrack Bangs. Oh, so good. See, I just don't like rock music that much. Oh, and maybe that's maybe this is yeah. The, yeah. That might that might really be the film for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just really, like maybe as a thirteen-year-old um, read the live title and be like, you know what, might not be for me. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> um. Oh, I need to know. I would really love to know if um the songs he came up with during the songwriting class were improved or not. I felt like they were. But I have nothing to back this up. 
<laughs> but in just, my heart, just a hope and a dream. Yeah. In your heart, they were. They seemed improvised. Um, well, he's a very good actor, if not one might say. In the interests of like practicality and I the mean, like working with children and the rules about like, having children on set. Yeah, I feel like they would have to lock everything down because this entire movie is made about children mm. and those bitches can work like three hours a day. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they've got all that on-set school they've got to do. Yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, maybe they weren't, but I choose to believe that they were. Yeah, all in the your kids, heart of heart, All the kids guys. brought in um, the thing that was annoying them <laughs> about life. Cool. Yeah, so then we get to um, they go to the audition for Battle of the Bands. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of what I said before. I think um, the learning here is reciprocal. Like Summer is learning to bend the rules if it's justified. She becomes more of like a neutral or chaotic character Chaot- instead of a yeah, lawful lawful character, maybe. Yeah, sure. What is she, though? I don't know, but I I would argue it's the most growth that she gets. She gets. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll play that. Yeah, and also um, I really love the kids pretending to be sick outside. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, that, that's kind of cute, and it's like a nice little thing. But yeah. I, yeah. So to talk us through the plot. Yeah, so um, sorry. Keep I'm just track. assuming everyone's seen. <laughs> School of Never rock. assume. <laughs> um, yeah, so they go to the Battle of the Bands and basically um, they're not going to be allowed to audition, seemingly because the bill, the spots have already been filled. Which I don't think is how auditions work. No. <laughs> I think um, that's the point of auditions. I think it was probably, I would have believed more if they were like, um, no, these, these kids. kids are 10. Yeah. yeah. Um, but whatever, they're not going to get to audition. Yeah. But um, then Dewey basically pulls out of his ass that the kids all have Dying. cancer or something. <laughs> Summer's idea, I think, though, right? Could have been. Yeah. I mean, honestly can't remember. Summer. <laughs> yeah. um, she's really she's best really character. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, that's what I mean. Um, she can – she learns to lie if it's justified. Yeah. Which also, I think is – where the structure is really satisfying in this is this is the point where they introduce the idea that there's a parent teacher night coming up, right? And this is if it's the school teacher night, this is also where we learn that Mrs. Mullins might have a wild side, quote unquote, to her as well. Yeah. Because they're yeah, in the staff room. That's right. Yeah, and then he says that she, she always liked this. And yeah, they say, they oh, say no, once saw her dance to see her get drunk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um this is weird, and I'm glad they didn't do this. Um, I saw on the IMDb they were supposed to fall in love. Oh, no. I wondered if that was where they were going. Yeah. yeah. Right at the end, uh, end sequence when they're in the, having the thing and he, she has the moment with the hot replacement Shirtless for Dewey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean. I say hot. I mean, comparatively. Compared to Joe yeah. Black. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, come on. Everyone has a type. <laughs> um, okay. Can we get into this? Minus Joan Collins. Jack Black is like your... No! 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 (laughs) Taylor is referring to the fact that where I a straight woman, my type is uh, like a slightly chubby guy. Yeah. But he fails for so many reasons. First, he's like five foot nothing. So that simply doesn't work for me as a five foot nine woman. Sure. Uh, secondly, they have to be like, like yes, it's about the physicality, but more than that, it's about the like cleverness. Sure. He's not, sure. He, he doesn't show any way clever. I mean, he does write E equals MC squared on the board. <laughs> uh, he did know nine was a magic number. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but not the 54 from 45 was nine. Yes. Yeah. Oh, having Googled whether the songs were improvised, by the way, that one was. The rest weren't. But oh, really? The that that's why it's good. Is um, uh, improvised. Sure. Cool. I mean, that does reek of improvisation. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair. Yeah, so they've secured their spot at uh, Battle of the Bands. We're well on our way. spot at the Battle of the Bands. And then um, just before we get the great math song, um, I just found it kind of weird that um, Mullen shows up because someone thinks they heard music. Sick. And I'm like, for the first time. That's what I was going to say. Like, um, how was that the, the first time? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I think we doing some pretty low-key music as well. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so that was kind of weird. Um, but I felt for a bit in that moment because the principal sitting in on your class is always like mm, yeah, crazy. That's, Even that's when you're nightmare. a good teacher, yeah. it's super scary. Well, big ups Taylor there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And schools are always so desperate to be the best and it's exhausting. Yeah. It's just another thing that I would like to say. So yeah, there we go. Just a little um, hot take on the education system. <laughs> casting my mind back to <laughs> teaching days. I'll uh, add the hashtag pod, uh, politics yeah. when I publicise this podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, so he basically takes Mullins out for a drink after school because mm. he's trying to talk her into letting them have a field trip, which yeah. is them going to the Battle of the Bands. Um, edge of 17, what oh. a track. Yeah. Love me some Stevie. Yeah. That, that is, that um, is the only song that I liked off the yeah. entire thing. What? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. I'm a big fan of Roadrunner. Yeah. Personally. And there's a Bowie song, I think, like Moon Age Daydream plays on the Waste Parent Teacher Night. That's oh, the, I miss that then. So yeah. that's quality songs on this. That's fair. Yeah. I'll play that. Um, Led Zepp. Yeah. 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 So here's the thing. Do they – she gets tipsy – yeah, thing. because um, they, they're going out for coffee, <laughs> but then it's a bar that only has yeah. giant oh. beers. And he drink drives or oh, yeah. doesn't? Oh. What's going on there? Because as soon as they got in the car, I was like, come on, Jack Black. Yeah. Play it safe. <laughs> I can't remember if we saw him drink out of the beer or not. Oh, no, he guzzles. Does yeah. he? He guzzles yeah. to, like, while she's having, like, she's chatting and being like, oh, oh I've never had a drink yeah. in this place. I've never been in this. He's, like, down to the last, like, oh, quarter of like, maybe, maybe that's, that's, a maybe that's why I like this movie so much. It just speaks to my chaotic neutral <laughs> Yeah. That's not, I mean, I, I, I would argue drink driving is not chaotic neutral. Yes. It's, it's chaotic, chaotic evil. Yeah. It's just chaotic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Joan Cusack taking incredible pursed mouth sips, little of, that sips beer, of that beer. Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. Um, but that's why I got confused because I was like, hang on, she's the one who's like tipsy in this in the following scene and he's yeah. fighting her. She's not well, drinking anything. I mean, I get the vibe that she doesn't probably doesn't drink that much. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like she was either going to be an alcoholic or yeah. doesn't really drink. Yeah, sure. Could, that, could, that character could only go one of two ways yeah. in terms of alcohol consumption. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, and then she gives the speech in the van when they get back to school. Yeah. Oh, I love it yeah. so much. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But that was one of the uplifting moments in this film, at the point where I realised they weren't going to go down a romantic love interest line. Yeah, she I'm, glad glad they says, did. I'm glad they didn't do that. She wants him there to make her more at ease, right? Yeah. Like distinctly friendship vibes, which I thought yeah. was really refreshing. That's nice. I, I like the idea that they're going down a friendship vibe rather than a romantic vibe. I don't know that I bought it. I right. But. You, you just didn't buy that they were friends? Yeah. Or you felt a romantic Because <laughs> <laughs> I would argue that they are wildly mismatched. That uh, no, no, no. chemistry test. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't buy that they would be friends or that this uh, – competent teacher would right. get anything from his presence. 
I mean, but because of actual Ned Schneebly's resume, they for some reason think he's a great teacher. But she doesn't. Like, she, she again and again, she's like, I'm not sure about your methods. I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure yeah. about this. I'm actually not that convinced, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. at the end of the day, he is a substitute teacher because he's not qualified yet. So, like, they have to have some reservations. It's not like he's, like, the world's best teacher. He's just a good sub. Yeah. Um. The only thing I can think that that would be based on is they see him, like, interact with, like, one of the kids. I think it's Fancy Pants in the, like, cafeteria. Yes. They're like, whoa, he's great with these kids. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Um. <laughs> Speaking of fancy pants, I love when he gets out his original um, suggestion for the the wardrobe. Um, Clearly raided my wardrobe with all that fake velvet. (laughs) Yeah, that's very you vibe. Also, um, speaking of wardrobe, young Sarah Silverman really wears a turtleneck. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I would argue that any age Sarah Silverman wears a turtleneck. She she looks good. She She looks good. She looks damn good in this film. I really don't understand why she would agree to this film. Yeah, it seems very like much not her vibe. vibe. It Is she give her any chance to with be Jack Black? I think she might be friends with Mike White. I think sure. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that would make sense. Comedic timing and stuff was woefully underrated. Or yeah, underutilized. Underutilized. Yeah. yeah, like she's not funny at all. Yeah. So why don't we jump ahead to the aforementioned parent-teacher night? Yep. The only part of this where it seems like things are going to go pear-shaped. Yeah. Well, it's the second act turn, oh, isn't it? Really. Well, yeah, yeah. it is. We're hitting our lowest point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's basically... The walls are closing in. He, the walls are closing in. Sarah Silverman and Mike White have already found out what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they show up on the scene. The cops come. Yep. It's becoming woefully apparent to all the parents asking questions that he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yep. Um, and he basically gets chased out of school. Yeah. So, yeah, so the police uh, drop charges? What's yeah, going the police on were present, the you're right. The police were present. They don't really chase him at all? No, which is weird if you which go to a weird. school to chase him up. Yeah. To just be like, do you know what? He's done a runner. That seems fun. <laughs> we'll follow it up tomorrow. Cool. Um, because, like, I mean, what's he doing here? I, I don't think he has a working with children check. I'm just <laughs> Probably not. I feel like that's that's a crime. Uh, he's <laughs> impersonated someone... That's sure, a crime. that's a crime. Sure. He's received financial gain from, like, lying about credentials. Is that a crime? Maybe not, yeah. but it's not great. Yeah, so then basically that happens, but then they still manage to get it all together for Battle of the Bands. But the kids do of their own volition. Yeah. Headed by Summer. Great yes. manager. Um, They head to his house, which is weird. How do they also, know where he lives? Also, why is he still no clue. living there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And why does his lowest moment look like the start of the film? Yeah, that's got to be... It's not the lowest moment. I mean, it's just a it had to be... Things had to be awkward when Mike White and Sarah Silverman came home, yeah, which right. we saw happen. Yeah, she's... I will talk to you. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Let's not talk about the crimes. <laughs> yeah, so the kids go... But like, that's so out. easy to just be like, to chuck him out of the house and have that be a true low. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like, maybe a missed opportunity. Yeah. Um, just, it could so, have been so much lower. Yeah. Still. So the kids and come still and, remained kid friendly. Yeah. So the yeah. kids come and get him. The kids basically hijack a school bus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll pay that. Um, some real like Ferris Bueller's a Day Off sneaky <laughs> action. I think that's what I want this film to be, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's a good movie. Oh, that's a good film. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they head to battle with the bands in the school bus. 
I know they're worried about these kids, but man, these parents are some fucking squares. Oh, yeah. <laughs> some squares. Some squares. Yeah. Um, like imagine not letting your kids listen to like music. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like the most, uh, emotionally involved I was with this entire film was when the dad is lecturing Zach. 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 Oh God, it's rough. Yeah. That's the same bit where I was like, oh yeah. Like your kids. I see the value in this. So talented. Yeah. Like just be happy. Yeah. Mate. (sighs) What an asshole. That's not a good thing. (laughs) Yeah. So we head to Battle of the Bands, um, but the parents and Mullins are close behind. Yep. So there's sort of a race against time. In that fantastic scene where everyone's yelling at her in the principal's office. Yeah. uh, Someone interrupts. (laughs) Joe Q's like far and away the best performance. Oh, I have just been (laughs) that all your children are missing. Her comedic timing is on point. So good. So good. And another great moment she has is right now, what I'm talking about, when they're coming in behind and they're arguing with the doorman. Yes. Love it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, you can't get in here. And then he's like, tickets are over there. And then she's just like, we'll get tickets. (laughs) Goes and buys the tickets. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. Um, Practical queen. (laughs) Cool. So they get side stage. They're going to go on. It does feel a little bit weird that Jack Black ends up singing the song Yeah, that Zach wrote. But I'm okay with it because children singing is generally horrendous. <laughs> but, like, we've seen that he was fine, right? Didn't we? Didn't we? It seemed, I mean, we was, saw him in practice. He was fine. He was fine. But wouldn't it have been cute if he had done it? Like, what's the benefit of having Jack Black do it? He's like Story-wise. a... He's like a mm. I don't know, he's the marquee person who's like a rock star. That's the only. I just don't buy it, especially as as M points out, like that is supposed to be his arc, that he learns to like. Yeah, I feel stage. like yeah. he's singing what he's taught them in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because he? he's teaching them. Hang on, I've got admit, the lyrics of the song. I was going to say, I'll admit, I had this uh, brain disorder that I have diagnosed myself with where I don't, I can't hear lyrics. Oh, what? So, yeah. maybe that's another downside to this film. I can't, oh, God. Because yeah. maybe we were making straight A's, but we were stuck in the dumb days, right? Yeah. Um, also, was, also, it was probably just an excuse for him to put on a school uniform, as a grown man in a school uniform as an ACDC reference. Like, sure. I assume that's <laughs> yeah, all yeah. that was. Yeah, so yeah. they play a kick-ass they show. They play a kick-ass show. Yeah. It goes really well. Um... They don't win. <laughs> What's the point of that? I don't know. Yeah. Um, because they're the crowd favourite. Yeah. Like, yeah. they get to go out and play. We see that they encore. are good. We see that the other band are also good, but, like, we can't tell if they're better. Like, no. I thought that was a nod to being realistic because these it? are 10-year-old yeah, okay. kids. That's... Yeah, but I feel like I would vote for the 10-year-old kids because I would be more impressed by that because I'd be like, wow, these are kids. Mm. And they did that. I just feel like... It, the vibe of the film was a total happy ending where they where they win, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and then play an encore. Yeah. It just felt like a needless complication that didn't actually um, serve anything. Also, Whereas we could have had other complications. Like if, yeah. the, if the parents had stormed backstage and there'd be a little altercation about some kids not being allowed to go on stage or they're making a choice to go on stage, yeah. that's so much more dynamic that's than the true. kids just going on stage and the parents being like, actually, this isn't too bad. Well, the kids, that I like this rock music. Yeah. <laughs> well, the kids like actually standing up to their parents, right? Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. That yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Zach, many misunderstandings. Zach standing up to his dad would have been I would have liked pretty that. satisfying. I did think so. 100%. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. that is, that, that for me would have been the emotional arc that I was seeking because sure. I, I don't care about Jack Black at this yeah. point. And I feel like that was a risk they knew they were making, that not everyone would like him. Yes. That's why they have enjoyable kids. Mm. And so, like, give me a satisfying finish. 
Yeah. Um, I just want to give a shout out to um, Gordon, the computer whisk. Yes. Because his background graphic has aged really well. So yeah. Good. Not bad at yeah. all. It does not, I was expecting it to look much shitter. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll pay. I'll pay that. Um, yeah. I'm sure the small child did not design it himself. <laughs> but so, yeah. in universe, good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's basically the end. Yeah, the and then yeah, we I have mean, that fun little credit scene where we see that Jack yeah, Black has started I mean, the School of Rock. I would like to go on to think he became a real teacher, but I'm sure there were some legal <laughs> that we did not see yeah. that stopped that from happening. But he can be a music teacher? Mm. Sure. I mean, he still needs to get that working with children's check, but other than that, go for your life, buddy. I mean, he probably had it by that point. I'm not sure how he would get one, <laughs> but... um. Although it is my understanding that, like, basically anyone can be a substitute in America. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because I have some... That's terrifying. Like Lena Dunham on Girls when she does that teaching. Yeah, yeah. I I know people that have done it. You basically, I think, just need to have, like, a university degree. Yeah, right. And, like, a working with kids check. I I could do that. Sure. You could. I've no interest. (laughs) I was to become a teacher. Head to to LA, do that on the... Yeah, right. On the the slide. To pay the bills. Mm-hmm. So one thing I wanted to ask yeah, you, when you hear that this is your least favourite film, how much of it is to do with Jack Black? I'm assuming a lot of and it. And how much of it is to do with things like, you know, these these terrible female characters? Because yes. I'll, I'll pay that. Yes. I do think yeah, um, that has Okay, so a lot of it to do with to, of it is... <laughs> okay, so a lot of it is to do with Jack Black. Mm. Uh, a... Don't love him as an actor. B. Don't love his humor. C. Don't think his character is particularly well drawn. Sure. Anything like that. Don't like the female characters. Don't like the squandered opportunities plot wise. Didn't think there was anything new or interesting about this plot wise. Right. I thought it was derivative. I thought there was like yeah, missed so many missed opportunities that would have uh, added to the comedy, added to the drama, heightened it, finished emotional arcs. I yeah. just thought that uh, the whole thing was. Maybe and maybe it's not even that it's my least favorite film, but it's just so over celebrated for me that I was like, sure. okay, why? Because we've all got one of those as well. Exactly. Yeah. We all have a movie that we hate and don't understand why anyone else likes. Exactly. And, do. and, and I and I really hate it. And I really thought, oh, you know, like maybe I'll watch this again and I won't mind it. But I just everything about it drove me balmy. Yeah. I mean, you raise a really valid point in terms of his character not actually changing that much because I hadn't really thought about it. Yeah. Like, He's yeah. Jack Black. He's so much fun. Yeah. He'd be a great teacher. He hasn't changed. Also, I'd, no one really also changes. Also, I never really thought about the female characters in the film because when I, was young, well, when I was younger, I was too busy being a cool girl. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And they're treated like garbage in this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would still argue that Joan Cusack gives the best performance in the film when she oh, comes easily. around. But yeah, at the but beginning, for I most of it, like, she's a joke. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's her own performance. That's not yeah, in the script. Yeah. That's nowhere. That's yeah. other than her. Yeah. If anyone deserves a nominee. Oh, Where was Joan Cusack's nomination for best supporting actress yeah, for this? 100%. Oh. Let's, let's look up who Some was position. nominated for that, this, that year <laughs> that and year. find out. While you're looking that up, yeah. side note, this film is the first one in our list so far to have spawned, like, a musical, right? <laughs> it's been pretty successful. Okay. okay. Like, are we <laughs> engaging that as a successful? Is there a Twilight musical yet? I mean, <laughs> if there isn't, there will be soon, I'm sure. But an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical, no less. Because okay. when I think of rock and roll... I think Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Lloyd, Lloyd Webber. Webber. And Julian Fellows, who wrote... Downton Abbey. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was involved as well. Oh, 
<laughs> okay, so they it's a bit harder, or at this point, it was a bit harder to get a supporting nomination because they don't have the two separate categories for supporting performances the drama and that they do for. I thought that might be the case. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and so comedy was left out for some reason? Oh, how shocking. Um, yeah. <laughs> the lives um, of knowing comedies. Crazy. Can't believe it. Yeah, but um, Renee Zellweger won. For Bridget what? Jones? No. Supporting. Oh, oh she's supporting. <laughs> <laughs> the diary? <laughs> um, for Cold Mountain. Yeah, um, comedy didn't get a look in because it's the one category shocking. Um, Holly Hunter nominated for being the mum in 13. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Didn't even know she played that role, quite frankly, and I love yeah. Holly Hunter. Um, Joan Cusack robbed. <laughs> Highway robbery. <laughs> Highway to hell robbery. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll play that. <laughs> okay, so we've just got a few more things we need to do. Yeah. Um, the first one we need to do is um, recommend a good movie. Yeah, right. To wash the taste out of everyone's mouth, as it were. <laughs> um, um, so do you have a movie you want to tell people to watch? Well, do people normally do it along the same theme? Um, I think is that the vibe? If I throw one in, I normally try to do that, but you can say whatever you want. Yeah, right, right. I mean, you did mention Ferris Bueller earlier. Yeah. Which is a good coming of age. That is a great coming of age film. I'm trying to think, I low-key want to say a film that I haven't watched yet because I'm convinced it's going to be amazing. Yeah. And that's Mamma Mia 2, right? Like it's the ultimate <laughs> okay, um, musical sure. comedy film. Right. We discussed this off mic, but when are we all going oh, to yeah. see it? <laughs> Absolutely true. Um, no, okay. Yeah, I'm going to say something like, um, yeah, let's just say... Ferris Bueller. <laughs> Maybe a right. cheeky Mamma Mia. Maybe a cheeky yeah. semi pre recommendation for that sounds like a That sounds like a just a fun. <laughs> to prove that I'm not anti populist. <laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. Um, no, I think you've you've made a good case. Yeah. A valiant effort, considering we were horrified when you told us that was. And everyone has been. Um, sure. <laughs> yeah, but um I need to come to like a verdict now. Mm. Um is this the worst movie I've ever seen? Rigged. No. <laughs> um, in fact, I would say just by virtue of some of the shit we have watched sure, for this podcast, sure. I'm going to say maybe it's the best yeah. movie we've watched on this show. Yeah. But that's I mean, okay. I, I totally see your point. Yeah. I see your point. Yeah. And you've given me pause for thought. Upon great. rewatching it, which great. is yeah. great, and also let it be known, the kissing booth has set the bar very. Oh, that was a very bad. Step, yeah, step came out <laughs> with swinging. a dingy. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, she so, here for the title. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's gonna be a smackdown. Yeah, I was gonna say WWE smackdown. <laughs> okay, very but, um, I doubt they want to. Yeah. Support. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's not really on brand. Yeah. Aim no. Um, so the last thing we have to do is choose mm. songs yeah, right. from my collaborative Spotify, um, Spotify playlist. playlist. Yeah. Tough this um, week. It's a great um, playlist for this film. I have I have one. It is not on the playlist. Um but that's because this movie is alright. In fact I'd say it's a gas. I'm going with Jumpin' Jack Flash right. by the Rolling Stones. Yeah, right. Great, yeah. Proper rock and roll. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, my choice for this one is inspired by the shining light of this film, which is Joan Cusack. So I'm going to say, Joan Cusack, you should go your own way. Oh, by Stephen Ing slash Very good. Very good. <laughs> Excellent. I cannot wait to add this to the playlist. Okay. Um, but in that case... I don't really have anything else to add. I mean, we have Mamma Mia 2 viewing plans to go sure. make. Yep. And so we finally launched the podcast. We're up on the socials. We are up on the socials. And by socials, I mean Twitter. We mean Twitter. <laughs> um, find us at. Find us at, at, at. Well, what are the. What's the. W T I E S podcast. W T I E S. Yep. Um, rolls off the Worst thing pod was already taken. Oh, who Ooh. are they? We're coming for We're you. We're going to have to <laughs> yeah, take them out. When you're Maybe. hashtag blue verified. There we go. Well, yeah. You know how um, once you get famous enough, you can buy Twitter names off people. Oh, right. Well, right. you can use your management to like strong arm people <laughs> into giving them up. We're playing the long game. We're playing the long game. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, people can also email us at uh, worstthingpod at gmail.com. Was not taken on the Gmail. No. <laughs> Probably should have connected those all together first. Not going to sure, lie. Sure. First of all, digital marketing. <laughs> but um, that's where you can find us. Yeah. If you're in Melbourne, you've got a film you hate, you've got hit us up. Hate, hit us up. Um, Liz, do you have anything you want to plug? We talked about your podcast already. Yeah, listen, if you want to pick up Tuesdays and Sunday Dollars on iTunes. Yeah, uh, sweet. Cool, iTunes and any place you podcast listen, Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. Um, Cool. So with that, I'm going to sign off. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks You gave a valiant effort. (laughs) I knew it was a losing war. Sure. And let's not forget... You're not hardcore unless you live hardcore. <laughs> That's true. I did. I don't feel like I lived hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.